Welcome back to Saul Good Podcast. This is episode 26. And we have two guests on this episode today. They're both musicians. We have Caroline and Schaefer on here. And I'll let them introduce yourselves. I'll let them introduce themselves. Oh my God. And <laughs> before that, have you guys ever been on a podcast before? Uh, oh, you know what? A long time, like literally at the very, very, very beginning of our like career. We yeah, were, that yeah. Was a long we were so young and so nervous. Yeah, <laughs> we, it, was, it was like before the the rise, the the, the primacy of a podcast came yeah. along. So it was like oh. it was like twenty ten or something. It was a long time ago. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the answer yes, is yes. Technically, yes, yeah, a long time ago. So you guys are not not newbies to the podcast game, in other words. <laughs> I feel like I guess not. I, I probably am nice. because it's been so long. But yeah, let's. It's cool to know. Well, yeah, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves real quickly. Just let everyone know who you are, what you do, etc. Cool. So we're siblings, brother and sister. Um, yeah, we're musicians. I. Um, like have always like written. Well, not always, but. Yeah, at, right now we're musicians, we're co-writers. Mm-hmm. Schaefer's like mm-hmm. my guitarist, but also my co-writer. Um, from Chicago, still in Chicago. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, cool. Well, yeah, for the people that, uh, if you're new here, or maybe you've listened to a few episodes, this whole podcast is kind of geared around talking about where you started, kind of to where you are now, and we kind of sift through things between that. So it's like we go through experiences, some ins and outs, uh stuff to do with kind of the field of which they're in and that in this case is music so that's what we're gonna go over in this podcast episode uh so with that being said uh we'll just start real basic here uh when did you guys first get into doing music or when was that like your thing like ooh, i need to start playing music or have you just grown up and that was the thing right out the gates it's funny like i started first like basically like actually really getting into it like like, uh, well, okay, so we we were, like, the kind of kids who were, like, forced to take piano lessons. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, like, oh, wow. First... So, I mean, it's really, it has always been, yeah. music has always been some element. Uh, right. Very far back. I mean, when did you start taking But piano? as far as, like, I, there's a big difference between, like, doing music and actually being, like, passionate about yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, like, it wasn't until I was, like, a teenager, and this is going to be sound like so many tangents, but, like, I started making music videos with my friends, like, mm-hmm. to, like, Nelly Furtado songs and, like, Avril Lavigne <laughs> songs and stuff. And then, like, eventually I was like, man, like, it'd be so cool if I actually did, like, music videos to, like, original songs. And mm-hmm. so, like, then I, we started recording. And this is, like, again, Shaver wasn't into it at first. Like, I was forcing him to, like, do background singing. We were using, <laughs> yes. like, this really... Yeah. I don't know if you know what Lego Studios is, but it was, it was like... It was like a Lego set that had an actual camera you could film with yeah. and make your own <laughs> movies with. But, like, the camera <laughs> looked like a Lego. Yeah, it was like... literally had Lego with studs on so top. So we used that as a microphone. <laughs> There's a picture on my Instagram of it, like, wrapped around something. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we would, like... And... and a camera and a microphone both. We, we used yeah. it for everything. Um, <laughs> so we didn't have anything else. I think, and this is going to sound like... It t- like talk about like you know create or limitations breach creativity. Yeah. I was using something like a program that I think I had to just keep layering tracks. It wasn't like a bunch of tracks. Like I had to just layer tracks over. Sure. There was no like it's almost like a typewriter. There was no going back <laughs> once you laid something down. <laughs> and so like uh, I did that, and like we would make music videos to our original songs. They yeah. were super. Some of them were super cheesy. Some of them were actually pretty good though. Yeah. Did you put and, them somewhere? Um, we still have some of them, right? I don't know right? what if any of them are online. No, but... I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't... But the, so the thing is, so like we did that, but then there was like this period where I, we kind of stopped doing that and I, we got into like the improv comedy scene, which is kind of random. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And I started becoming <laughs> more interested in that and music was like a side hobby thing. Um, yeah, until like one day, I I just started realizing like, man, I think it's music that I want to do. I remember somebody <laughs> in like my improv class like found one of my music videos and was like, "Why aren't you doing music? Like, wait, you're like, why, why are you in an improv Why'd you class?" Stop? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Did that so then, make yeah. you upset that they said that, or were you no, like that I was, was like, a click moment? 
I, I was like, oh yeah, like I am proud of that stuff, but it, yeah, I think it was like a click moment of like, yeah, I should be doing that. And then, but I think I didn't feel like I could do it until Schaefer actually started getting into it and not only getting into it, like surpassed me in guitar and like, yeah, so. well, in my case, it's like music, even because I got into improv when I was like 16 and everybody, you know, everybody was like in their mid to late 20s in my same <laughs> class. So it was a very strange experience. But <laughs> throughout all that, I was still, you know, I was still, I'd actually become passionate even about piano. Like I, I had grown up taking classical piano lessons and then I actually on my own became genuinely interested and started practicing on my own and teaching myself more. Um did you tell then, other people that you were doing this, or did you just take this in your own hands? Yeah, Schaefer's very secretive. I've, yeah, I, I keep things close to the chest, so I, I didn't really <laughs> let anybody know. <laughs> I mean, obviously, anybody here, you know, my, my family, my parents knew because of... Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, they'd yeah. always known. Uh, obviously, I was kind of pushed to take piano lessons early on, but I was always still interested in it. And so piano, it sure. was, it's weird. I almost started out mostly with classical piano and classical music being interested in that. And mm. then I got into the guitar, I'd say genuinely maybe in my late teens, like when I was, I don't know, kind of when I was still doing improv. And then, yeah, after that, it wasn't long after that, I actually started writing and becoming more creative with the guitar and becoming more interested in it um, and just you know, guitar music in general, just bands and things like that. Yeah, I feel like it's um, not until maybe the last five or six years that you really started. I'd say I started writing, in like twenty in the early twenty tens was when I started oh, wow, okay. guitar, but when I actually started writing, yeah, it was like probably like mid twenty tens. I don't know. Uh it's I don't keep track of time that much. But um <laughs> It's hard uh, to keep track of these. Yeah. Years. So then that's when in terms of what we're doing now, that was when that started kind of forming more uh-huh cohesive so, because yeah what yeah what i was gonna say is like i guess that works as like sort of a segue is what i was gonna say is when did you first realize that like i guess you, you play guitar now caroline you play keys mm-hmm. um what instrument were you first like drawn to definitely i'm more of a piano person so like mm-hmm. shaper's guitar i'm more piano like, that's where my songwriting, I feel like, began. Not that I haven't written songs on the guitar, but, yeah, I was drawn to more, like, piano. It, to me, it's was... easier. Like, it's okay, guitar is perfect. so hard. <laughs> it, you stole the words out of my mouth. That's yeah. what I was just going to ask. Uh, what? So, for you, for you, which one was, which one do you think was easier, harder, Schaefer? Uh, I... You know, technically, it's really weird to say because I'm I'm better at guitar <laughs> on its own, but I've probably played more piano overall. Just, but it's mainly classical, so I'm I'm not nearly as good as improvising on piano as I am mm-hmm. on guitar. Not that I improvise that much in general, but like piano is definitely more straightforward. I hate to mm-hmm. say it, but it's like there's not as much you can do with the piano. Um, sure. I don't know if there's any piano fans out there that are going <laughs> to uh, I mean, take offense to that. But um, guitar, you know, there's so um, it's so open-ended in terms of what you can do with it. You know, and you even look at the variety of artists um, and just what you can do with the instrument. It's so much more than just... You know, piano is mainly just keys, I guess is what I mean. Mm-hmm. A guitar is strings, but there's so much technique into it um, and rule breaking you can do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, guitar is more complicated. It definitely is. It takes more patience, for sure. Yeah. 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 So when yeah. kind of going off of that, um, between all of that, you have to, like, create, obviously, your own songs. Um and create like I don't know a lot of people I've seen that they're only like cover artists or people that only strictly make originals uh what did you guys go from you know from there realizing I can play guitar I can play keyboard I can you know I can sing uh from that point when did you realize that you kind of had to like make your own music and what were you drawn to at first were you thinking like I gotta make an original or what made you like first get that like all right, I got to I got to post something now. I got to put something up to share with people. Well, for me, like it definitely goes back to that thing of like making wanting to make some sort of art like, you know, like mm-hmm. I said the music videos with friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess yeah, wanting to have something 
original like ev- like every part of the art being like from my brain and like right. and I had always written like growing up poetry like super cheesy poetry and like sometimes like songs and stuff but um I started just being like really inspired like the first song I think that I wrote maybe not the first one but the first one that we did like a music video and it was original was called Heartland and it was like just okay. literally about the Heartland Cafe in Rogers Park that we used to play at oh wow and so <laughs> Like, most of my early songwriting was just, like, stories about just places and things in my life, like the Heartland Cafe. And then I wrote a song about, like, the video store we used to go to, like, rented VHSs and all that. Yeah, Um, yeah. And it started, it, it, yeah, then it was very much more, like, storytelling in places. And then it evolved more into, like, actual, like, okay, maybe I should express myself, like, my emotions and stuff. But, um... And that's, that's where, like, I took it. But then I, I'm surprised, too. I was surprised when Schaefer actually started. Like, I don't know if you were into, like, when you actually started writing stuff, that's when it was, like, whoa, like, he can actually. Yeah, it's, it's for me, it was almost like something. It, it, it was strange for me because it was something I had never really thought about doing that much. But mm-hmm. growing up and, and, you know, practicing music and music always being, even with classical music being a part of my life, it was, like, I feel like I attained some sort of like focus on like melody itself, like the idea of mm-hmm. melodies and like even in classical music, like even today, I guess from taking so much piano, if I hear a melody somewhere, I'll have this weird thing where with my fingers, I'll almost, you know, figure it like with my fingers, almost try to figure out like the melody, like almost as oh, if yeah. I'm playing piano, yeah. like where would the keys be? Um, and I catch right. myself doing that with, but with guitar, yeah, it, I, for some reason it was on guitar that I actually started wanting to write my own stuff. I don't know why. I think it was when I started getting into rock music and bands like that. I had grown up, even with my dad, especially like listening to a lot of things like, you know, guitar players like Jimi Hendrix, very bluesy stuff, Queen. Mm-hmm. But then he also listened to things like the Beatles and Roy Orbison. And so when I started getting into bands like that or like uh, Pixies or like the Smiths, I feel like I started narrowly sort of focusing in on like the idea of like these amazing melodies. And for some reason on guitar, it kind of opened up to me, like getting into specific guitarists that were very melodic players. Sure. Um, And which is funny because it's, it's almost something you more think of, for a piano player, you know, a lot of piano parts are very melodic, but for mm-hmm. me, um, yeah, for me, it was mainly just coming up. It was the idea of composing music, I guess, how you could summarize it. I'm not, you know, yeah. I don't write lyrics. Maybe eventually I will, but. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, on my end, it's mostly just uh, when I listen to music, I really get into, you know, chord changes and melodies over chord changes and things like that, so. Yeah, yeah, so that. I mean, we'll get into this in a little bit, but that kind of all paints a picture of how you guys are now like working together on these projects. Um, And kind of, I guess, since we're at the topic, I was going to wait a little bit later to get into it, but since we're there, uh, if so, when you guys, I've heard a lot of different stories with songwriting. Uh, I've heard of artists that cannot be in a room with anybody at all, and they have to be totally isolated to write songs. But I've also heard artists that like will be in the middle of a crowd of 100 people and figure out song lyrics. Uh, so g- going off of that, how, how do you guys like, what do you, what do you think your like songwriting process is like? And I mean, you guys kind of answered this already kind of like on an angle of like inspirations and kind of stuff like that. But, uh, what is your songwriting process like? For lyrics? Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I have to have something that I'm at least starting with, like at least like a line or just stuff I've written down to be able to sit in a room and and work mm-hmm. off of that. I come up with lyrics though definitely while I'm out. Like I have to either be walking, driving, moving, swimming, uh-huh. like just in some way because <laughs> like and I think that's just like me in general. Like I get very antsy, like I have to move my body during the day and stuff. So if I don't, like yeah, then I, I don't I can't imagine like sitting in a room, like you said, just like isolated and just like well, I guess there are pla- there are there's a time and place for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do you think that like 
do you think that's been like very uh, helpful for your writing process or do you think there's like stuff that you'd like to do differently with your writing process or is that kind of going to be the thing from here on out? I'm sure there's ways that I could like, I mean, there's obviously different things that like songwriters do, like maybe different um, experimentation, whatever, different ways to like find Mm. lyrics. But right now, like I almost just let, (laughs) not like that I let lyrics come to me, but like they... It's just all inspired from things I'm, like, going through and stuff. With your music, uh, do you, like, while you're writing it, are you thinking about, like, you're kind of going off your own experiences as you're writing? Yes, I'm going... Well, mm-hmm. okay, so, yeah, it's it's changed because, like, in the beginning, like I said, it was about stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or not stories, but, like, places and, and everything. Yeah. Um, but now it's definitely more of, like, trying to express whatever I'm feeling about certain things. Sure. Um, But what I was saying before, yeah, like, I feel like there's a lot to be said about, there's so much you can do with lyrics. You could, like, do, like, hypothetical things, like, pretend like you're another person telling a story and stuff, which, like, I haven't been able to, like, I haven't done that recently. It's it's more just, like, Mm. coming from stuff I'm, I'm going through and trying to almost, like, I always love writing stuff that maybe other people can relate to or, like, if they're going through something and don't have the right words for it, like maybe I can mm-hmm. help them figure out what they're feeling. Cause songs have done that for me because maybe I'm feeling something and all of a sudden here, I'll hear a song uh, like lyric and I'm like, Oh my God, yeah, that's what I'm feeling, but I didn't know how to word it and music can do that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess. And that the reason I asked that is just cause I like to look at it from the angle of like, you know, you first started writing, like you said, you first started writing about like stuff you were seeing and stuff going on in your life. Yeah. And it's cool to kind of see like the, the change over time of how you're like writing things differently, how you're articulating Yeah. It, it was like outward and now it's like more inward. Yeah. Okay. And That's again, cool to hear. I don't so, express myself well through words. I'd have to be like singing to express. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's hard for me to explain stuff sometimes. And like, maybe that's why I write like music. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So going off of that, uh, when was the first time that you played a show in front of a group of people? Um, at the Heartland. It Cafe. must have been at the Heartland, yeah, yeah, it have to be. And now, was that both of you guys that at was, this, or was that just you? So maybe that doesn't count. That was like guitar lesson shows. Like, Recitals, yeah. I, I guess I was singing though, so. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like original stuff. Um, okay, it was I think covers. at one point we did do original stuff. Yeah, though. but I don't know if that was later. I'm trying to think of what the the first. But time an actual we did a show, show was probably the same place we did the podcast, which was Transistor Chicago. They yeah. were like in Andersonville. Mm-hmm. Then they left Andersonville and then they came back to Andersonville. Um, oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're there anymore. Oh, I think they left again. It's sad. It was a really <laughs> cool spot. It was. It was um, the original one was farther down. Yeah, it was farther south. So Transistor Chicago was probably yeah the first. Like legit like, show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's cool. That's cool. Um, okay, so I guess kind of going off going off of all that, um, we could probably get into like I wanna get in this like little venue segment here. Um so you played that mm-hmm. and then out of all like the venues uh that you've played today or from then until now, uh, do you have any that have like stuck out to you or any venues that you've like thought about playing or uh, just things like that as far as like venues go could be in or out of town in or out of town um i don't know if you had any page i don't really yeah i'm trying to think um i mean so far has obviously provide provided so many like cool venues um like mm-hmm. we played right before the pandemic we played at the was the 94th 90 something top floor of the john hancock, of the john hancock. Building, so that was cool. like two days before everything shut down yeah so that was like a cool a cool thing but like i was there yeah you were there exactly oh <laughs> that was so that, that was like the night we met i think um that's crazy. yeah that oh man that's so <laughs> weird. Um, i didn't realize that yeah so uh. that, that was like a cool venue probably not my, my favorite i mean we we love playing at martyrs that was like a martyrs really is place. a great space um, um we i have yet to play at golden dagger but that place looks we played it to- when it was tonic room mm-hmm. and that was really mm-hmm. fun i like that space yeah I th- okay, so my, my all-time favorite, but I don't know what they're doing now, is Hungry Brain. That was, like, but I'm biased because they had a grand piano, and, like, that was, like, a huge <laughs> thing. No, Hungry Brain, that was, that was a cool thing. Hungry Brain was a great show. sticks out to me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, oh, cool. and the Whistler. The Whistler, I was going to say. The Whistler also. Yeah. Just, like, these really intimate places. I like those type of places. Yeah, they, you know, it's all about the atmosphere. 
I mean, that sounds very cliche, but I mean, they have a certain feel to them. Um, yeah. That's perfect. A segue for what I was going to ask then, because uh, out of all the venues that you guys have played, I could be speaking out of personal experience here, but like being in front of a group of people to me personally is very nerve wracking. Yeah. Uh, as a musician, I'm sure it's, there's a point where you have to like break that wall of like, oh my God, like you're in front of and just kind of like either bleep them out or you're just there. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, how out of like all the venues you've played, have there been any where you like, you're like standing on stage and you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> or has that like, you just never ex- experienced that. Like to where I'm like nervous. Yeah, yeah. Have you like you just look um, at it like ah? Oh, there's a lot of people. <laughs> um, so I think probably my first so far show was like so different. For I mean, because yeah, so mm-hmm. far's are like very intimate yeah, and like yeah, yeah. So that was probably so different. What I was because you know I I think right before that I was probably playing shows where like you're in bars where like half people aren't even listening. Yeah. So all of a sudden, half yeah. people are like, everybody's focused. Everybody's on you. watching it's you. Like, it's like, oh my god, they're actually right, listening. Right. This is great. But um, it's scary. It's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's ever been a time where I mean, because like I'm always a little bit nervous. So I'm there's like times where I'm more nervous. It, it depends. Like the most recent so far we played, like it, the audience was so amazing that like I wasn't really nervous at all because they felt yeah. so. Con- everybody felt so connected. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it really depends not on the size of the audience, but just the, the feel you get. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes some are yeah. very lively and really engaging, and then some are the opposite and they're not responsive. And which, you as feel like a alone. professional, I guess we should be like not. I know. So aware. <laughs> yeah. But I do. I mean, that's because that's what I'm there for, like to connect with people and like hope that they mm-hmm. relate in some way or enjoy it. So if you're not getting a response, sometimes it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> do they just? So does like it feel? <laughs> <laughs> Does it feel weird then when you're playing in a bar and people are just kind of not paying attention? Oh my god, we, I won't. I, I guess I won't say where. Well, I don't know. It's not like I'm bashing this place, but like we got a gig once where we like were playing these weekly shows at this one bar, and <laughs> nobody was listening. Like, yeah. We were playing. Oh man, it didn't make any sense for us to be there at all. Yeah, like. It was, uh, which was fine. Like we were getting paid. Yeah, it, that's really what matters. We were getting paid. But so it was like that was the redeeming. Not the type of atmosphere where they needed live music that was just like a singer songwriter type thing. Um, yeah. It was just so loud. Yeah. It, 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 if anything, it's almost like we were an odd choice to have. Yeah. <laughs> because you almost might as well just have like an instrumental group or something. I, I don't know, something providing background music. But So that, like, you can't be nervous in that situation. Yeah. Nobody's listening Sometimes anyway. it's like, oh, I'll just do whatever <laughs> I want. They're not yeah. paying attention to me anyway. I get oftentimes, like, even artists that I know have played a handful of shows or even some that have only played, like, one or two shows, I'll get this question a lot is, like, People be like, "Oh, what venue do you think I should play at in Chicago?" And I'm like, "I'm like, well, first off, there's a lot of venues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, as I'm not an artist and you guys are, uh, if you were to like recommend a venue to someone, or recommend like some place, well, okay, let's put let's split this because okay. so far is obviously like its own thing. We can talk about right. that in a second, but outside of so far." Uh, if you were to like tell another artist like, Hey, you should try to like email these guys, go play here. Or like, this is a great place to start playing. What place would you tell them to go to? So like, it, this is for somebody who's like never played anywhere. Either that or it's played a couple shows and is just trying to play at a venue. Like, um, what venue or like, even if you had to start square one, like right now, it'd be like, Oh, and, but you knew about all these venues. Okay. Where would you like, like, uh, I feel like uncommon ground was like always a, a nice place to start yeah. because they have, um, mm-hmm it's it's yeah it's it's pretty laid back um yeah it's it's not too demanding in terms of even audience size you know even if you're playing Mm -hmm. with another opening for someone it's a good space because it's 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 not big um yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i keep hearing such good things about like golden dagger and stuff yeah (laughs) golden dagger smaller ish um, venues like that that aren't too um demanding about who they sign on you know and to be honest like there's still been a lot of venues that we would like to play at and haven't yet because of a lot of it was because of covid because like mm-hmm. when we started playing more and more it got cut off and by that yeah and now i know a lot of you know people who there, there's all the venues are backed up like for people they had to cancel on i'm sure mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um 
but yeah it's kind of the same places that i said before i really like martyrs um the first place i saw a show or not the first place i saw a show but like um some places that i've enjoyed watching people have been like evanston space that was a really cool venue mm-hmm. and um i've seen a lot of shows that obviously like subterranean subterranean I mean, yeah. yeah that's like a classic that's, mm-hmm. yeah maybe yeah. if you're yeah but yeah, for somebody who's just starting out, yeah, I'd say the smaller venues, like we named, um, mm-hmm. there's probably not more I'm not even thinking yeah. of. Yeah, because it's been a while. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Things are not that... sort of returning to normal, I guess. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, slow, we're slowly inching there. Yeah. Um. So, okay, so off of that, uh, kind of moving on to a different little segment here, uh, you guys now are making music together. Uh, and what was like the first song that you guys released together and then now kind of like what you've been working on together? Um, okay. So the first time we started collaborating was probably when you just started kind of taking songs that I'd already written, right? Songs that I'd already written. Yeah. But the first time we actually probably, I feel like, was it Pencil Box or no? Was it Neighbor? Was it Neighbor? Neighbor Pencil Box. I think it was Neighbor. Oh, Neighbor, yeah, yeah. That was like one of the first songs that I did and was happy with that I actually was like, oh, you know, this is the first time I'm doing it. So it was kind of, it was. I think that's not like I was nervous. It was more just like, this is my first time doing this. I don't know. Sure. (laughs) You don't know how people (laughs) are going to, are going to judge your work when it's your first time showing it. But yeah, that was the first one we did together. Yeah. And then from there, we just kind of started, uh, figuring out ways to like collaborate like either he would give me like a a sample of something he was working on I would be like oh do I have any kind of lyrics that would fit with this because I have so Mm -hmm. many lyrics just like jotted down Um, or I would have kind of ideas and he would flush them out yeah okay and it's still kind of like that now it's sort of half and half sometimes she'll have something and I'll change things change chords in it or I'll change chord changes in it and things like that, or I'll, I'll add a you know a bridge or something like that to the song structure. So it's sort of half and half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any like favorite songs you've done right now that are out? Um, I always love Thirty First, but that's just because I, I like that's the one I'm happiest right now. Like the most recent one that we've released. What about you? I'd say What Took Her So Long is probably. Mm-hmm. That's when we have the music. The one that's finished. Songs of I can say, I'm I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, from. Oh, every... I also really like Heathen. Heathen. Heathen was like on the EP release, like during the pandemic. I really like that one. It's hard to say too because we have so many ideas that were that are just like waiting to be. They're like completed yeah. and. Anything I release, I'm like, oh wow, I have even an even better idea right behind that yeah. so like but mm-hmm. yeah those are like favorites that i've released i guess yeah now i i i personally like no answers to this question but uh for people that don't uh where do you like as far as like making your music uh do you guys go to a studio or are you making this all in your house like yourself yeah we've been in studio so we the most recent place we've gone to is racks tracks mm-hmm. um with rick barnes and yeah we record there we have We've worked with um, two, like a bassist and a drummer, mm-hmm. uh, and James Boyd and Jay Gentile, mm-hmm. and they, they've kind of like we we're always like asking them to to record, perform with us. They're amazing. Yeah, they're there. Um, mm-hmm. They catch on to everything very very quickly. That's really where good. we've most recently recorded stuff. Um, but on our own, yeah, we're we're just like kind of just now starting to like figure stuff on our own like yeah we're kind of aiming more for that right now um at least getting better at it yeah Mm -hmm. so we're sort of in the process of slowly setting up a home studio and getting better at um for now at least recording decent sounding demos Mm -hmm. so we can have a more you know fleshed out version of our ideas to start with um sure and just to get better at production in general even if we don't completely know what we're doing, you know. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just trying. Yeah. Um, and my next thing I was going to ask is, so going off of that, since you guys are, like, obviously working on stuff together, uh, has there been any other collaborations you guys have done with, like, other artists since then? Or has it just been, like, you two with your bassist and drummer? 
that's something that I would um, love to do more. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think. So it's funny that you asked, yeah, because we kind of do have some things. Like even our drummer, James, like he makes a lot of like beats and like does stuff at, in his like home mm-hmm. studio. So we might be like collaborating with him. Um, there was something else too that I'm forgetting that you I was sang just going to say. On that, um... I sang, well, yeah, that was like, um, I did sing on like this rap was it like rap like spoken like yeah i don't it know was, it was i don't remember if you yeah. called it rap or not yeah i sang on this rap song um mm-hmm. like years ago it's on my soundcloud like i i re i re shared it on there it's it's a really great okay. song it was really fun doing that like um it's somebody i met through like the improv comedy <laughs> oh and, like, sick he does music <laughs> yeah yeah and so like he just reached out to me and was like would you like to would you like be able to like sing um like the chorus like line of this so that was really cool Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as yeah, there's been things like that over the years, but it's definitely something I'd like to do more. Yeah, besides James, there was something um, else. I was like, who else was it that I was? But that's definitely yeah, something yeah, something I'd yeah. Like to do more. So going off of that uh, too is you kind of I have, through like talking to you and seeing your music, you kind of have like there's a lot of like experimentation going on, mm-hmm. especially with that song uh, that I'll, I'll let you mention that uh someone just put out a cover of uh oh yeah, yeah. with with that song uh i noticed it's kind of like sounds a little bit different than the rest of your music has like a different kind of vibe to it uh what would you say like as far as like experimentation goes with your music so yeah that one is very different it's called 24 pack we have it on Bandcamp, mm-hmm. and yeah it like got attention on tiktok and, and somebody covered it which that's like a like that's probably my favorite thing that's happened so far in my career is like seeing somebody else cover your song. That's amazing because it, yeah. it's just so cool. I would love to like write songs for people. That's like, that would be cool. Um, uh-huh. Or just, yeah, have my songs be covered by other people. So as far as experimentation, um, like for me, like there's all kinds of like so for lyrics there's experimentation that one's very much more like i guess almost like sarcastic <laughs> like or what do you, yeah. what do you call it I, i'd say like, yeah yeah like to, to I, a certain extent because i definitely no matter what like humor is a big part of like me and like my identity like i definitely like that like funny any kind of like including like laughter or anything like that and stuff so so definitely there's been songs i've written that are a little bit more uh humorous so that was, and that's different than like my regular stuff I write, but, sure. and it was, it's, yeah, I don't know. Like how would you describe like the style? Cause it's definitely different than our stuff. And it's the first thing yeah, it's done at home. Yeah. That's one thing about it was it's it, our approach with doing it was, it was one of the first um, at home recordings we've done in a while that we were actually taking pretty seriously. So Mm-hmm. My goal with it was to keep it as stripped down and straightforward as simple so as possible. Right. Um, so yeah, the overall vibe of it, um, that's what's kind of fun with experimenting with with not just new sounds but new um, feels and atmospheres with songs. With that was like, um, how would you describe like? Sort of just very chill. Very chill, but I think but, also um, it just goes into like how this whole like home studio thing a lot it's just yeah it's definitely one of the most different even on my end the guitar and it i it it, because of the the feel of the song inspired me to just go with sounds i've never you know sound that i hadn't tried before which is a very right warbly vibrato sound that sort of sounds um I don't want to say the word quirky. It's a terrible. I guess way to it's like a quirky it. song, which like but, yeah, like, that's um, definitely not uh, yeah. But it's one of the great things about experimenting um, with new types of songs is it it makes you experiment with new types of sounds as a result. So mm-hmm. and I think that's where we're still at. We're still kind of trying to figure out exactly what our sound is. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. And it's mm-hmm. overwhelming in some ways to have like a, a program, especially even like Logic. That's because yeah. we've been using because there's so many sounds. There's so many different ways you can do one thing. I mean, uh, even like with like sure. beats and everything. I mean, um, so we're going to be trying to like release like maybe one song at a time. Maybe maybe we'll do some sort of album. I don't know. Yeah, an EP, something um, small. Some different sounding stuff. Yeah. 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 And I think, 
I think that's one thing, personally speaking, with music is when you experiment, it's interesting to see how people connect to it in a different way mm-hmm. uh, from like person to person. And going kind of going off of that, uh, let's kind of jump into like a little like social media segment here. Yeah. Because uh, you have off the experimentation thing, uh, we've talked about this on and off, but like you have that Smiths cover that's on yes. YouTube that has like done done really well. It's like picked uh-huh. up a significant amount of people. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about like being an artist and making like cover songs? Was that something that like someone who's just starting to make music, you'd be like, yeah, make cover songs? Because I, you know me, I always tell people to do that. Yeah. But, uh, is that something that you think is like pretty useful or uh, are you, do you t- tend to want to steer away from that? I think it's very useful. I mean, I think people like that's what gets people views. Obviously that's, Mm -hmm. I think that's useful. It's not something I like, I love doing all the time because most of my time I do like to spend making my own stuff. Yeah. And I have Mm -hmm. to really like the song that I'm covering. Yeah. Um, I think it's especially good for somebody if you're just starting out to put yourself out there, especially if you're publishing it in some way, but also, um, uh, also just practicing with playing, songs in general because obviously it's going to be something mm-hmm. you love but it's also you something an example that you can use to put yourself out there and experiment with maybe changing the song up a lot and really putting it into your own style and using it to find your own style um mm-hmm. and obviously yeah more practically to get more views too so yeah yeah um, yeah we did not expect that, that way to... um, but yeah i think it's a great just um versatile thing to approach now yeah since we're in social media kind of give me your like experience with social media from start like from the very start of like making music and putting it out there because this is a very like i don't know what the word is i'm looking for is it not polarizing but it's very like different uh, from yeah. person to person some people are like yes social media some people are like yeah get me out of here but then other people are like no you gotta keep doing this and yeah we gotta all stick with it for it to work but yeah uh what has been like your experience with it as far as like posting stuff as far as like mental energy (laughs) you've put into it uh everything like that and like yeah I guess just where did you start well it's funny because like I was even thinking about when we were talking about the home studio it's almost like we're going back to square one of like we started just like doing stuff you know like on our own like you know just on our computer um obviously it's not different now like we have so much available to us but not just like that little lego studios camera yeah but yeah. <laughs> a little more than that now. and yeah. so it's like we're going back to square one but we still have this new pressure of social media like back then we didn't ha- i mean i think there was like what myspace that was like, <laughs> yeah that was it that <laughs> even yeah. then, if, if it was even around yeah i don't time. even know and there wasn't like it's not like you were on myspace all the time i guess some maybe maybe i don't know i don't know how often i was on myspace <laughs> yeah. um but once like smartphones came and i remember yeah i remember first getting instagram and that was still when we were like with our friend sammy and stuff like did, like we had this like little band oh, man, that's, that's when we were like still long. playing yeah, at the yeah, heartland yeah. and i remember feeling like i look back i was like so <laughs> naive i was like wow, Instagram, this is this, like, cool new thing. Like, I'm going to get so many friends, like, so many followers and, like, start my career, my music career. Um, yeah. Because, oh, my like, God. Yeah, because like, when you think about it, like, how amazing is it that we can share our art to everybody, like, on our phone? But right. reality is... <laughs> I think, too, I think Instagram is the reality. I think Instagram, that was the early days. It was more innocent. You know, it yeah. was seen, Instagram was seen as, like, the artist's version of, like, you know, because it was all Yes, pictures, and so now, like, like, literally everybody has an Instagram. Not to, like, and, be mean. And it's become very, um, Some people don't belong on there. <laughs> I don't know. But, um... It's different now. It just comes with the success of the platform, and it's but, definitely more, um monetized now and it's become less capitalized on yeah yeah, and more like this thing you have to be successful at and good at and it's competitive and like it's exhausting it's really exhausting it's (laughs) so much um i don't know how people do it like 
Because I, because I honestly don't do a good job of it. <laughs> like I don't know. I mean, you cracked the YouTube code once, but yeah, and I didn't even. That was on accident. That was, really, that was the. <laughs> I, think, I think that's maybe that's the key. You don't even have to try. It's crazy to... though, and I think that's what's annoying about social media. Uh, like for me, is like okay, we did Big Mouth Strikes again. We did a cover by The Smiths, and it blew up, and that and it's from like. <laughs> years ago ago, like over seven years ago even and there's Mm -hmm. so much stuff that i feel is better that we've uploaded and stuff and it's not getting the same (laughs) amount of views and everybody will comment on that and some people even comment i feel like we've gotten a few negative comments not negative but like maybe commenting like on our singing or my singing or something and it's like yeah that was like Look at my new stuff. Yeah, why, like, why are you looking you... at this old, old video? I'm looking at this. Look at the art. Yeah, um, it's, I mean, it's but a frustration. It's also it. gotten really good feedback. Like, people are like, oh, this is an awesome cover. I'm like, oh, my God. But then it makes you feel like, okay, look at... There's so much art that I have yeah. out there. Why is this thing... Like, what is it? this algorithm that's like this one thing? And that's what I hate, these freaking algorithms. Like, it's very <laughs> strange because you're, you're out. You can't control what... what people are looking at when it comes no. to your content they're looking at the thing you don't want them to look at so it's like <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's just weird it's, it's really not up to you um it's not and it's i it's exhausting trying to like i said like crack the code whatever like figure out the algorithm figure out what's going to get you views what's going to get you followers um and that's where i feel like it comes into conflict with just the creative side yes. of it is I, I i even look at artists you know and bands that i i really look up to um on instagram and you know a lot of them aren't they don't post every day sometimes they post like once a week or something and so obviously they'll promote their, their <laughs> or, new album or single or something i was gonna say it might not even be them posting like once you get to a certain point like it's just it, like well promoter, yeah like, if you're big enough you probably have somebody managing your own social media but I think yeah. what's weird creatively being when you're if you're a band or a musician or an artist, it's like originally I feel like something like Instagram started out appealing to that. Like it was you know, like I said, it was like the creative version of you know, it was one of the first very creative social media things. But um now I feel like you almost have to think, Okay, what am I doing? I'm making music, I'm making art, I'm trying to connect with people, but if you get too sidetracked <laughs> with how many likes you get or how many followers you're getting or how active you are on there in the first place, you're not doing the right work in the end because you're not, right. you're not making art. And it's, it's a hard balance to maintain. Also, just having the app in general, I mean, while you're in the meantime of all you're talking about, all we've talked about, you're also seeing everybody else, including like celebrities, just like, you know, living their best lives, like, or comparing yourself to people, or <laughs> yeah. like it's yeah, dishes. it's also dangerous. Yeah, yeah. like and it, that's a weird balance to find too. Like, uh, what, how vulnerable to be on there? Like, because because there's like a, I think a lot of people are kind of talking about like everybody only shares the good parts of things or like their most successful moments. Show the show the best, hide the rest. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like some to and but then there's a whole other thing of like oh but then what if you like post about being like depressed or something then. Are you going to be seen as like attention seeking or something? Like, how vulnerable mm-hmm. should you be? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of exhausting. It's very interesting. It is, yeah, and and so I think even just as the scrolling and seeing other people's stuff can be just as draining, because yeah, you just kind of. I mean, and, and we all know too. Like, some of these apps are like addicting. Like, I deleted TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it back, but I'm all, I don't ever look at it. I just like only from time to time if I like feel like I want to upload something because it that's just like a dangerous app. I feel it is, <laughs> and it also listens. It's listening to me sometimes. I feel they won't stop sending me emails. I don't know why. <laughs> send you emails? I, yeah, and I said unsubscribe, <laughs> and then they just send me more emails about posts that I missed out on. And then like, you're missing hey, what, out on so your... many posts. <laughs> what do you uh i mean i know the answer to this but like for people that are listening uh what has your experience been like on tiktok since like you first got it and sharing your music um so i i'm trying to think like when i first i think i first started like last year or something um it was Mm. like my from my experience i've actually met like i know the goal always is like oh get followers get like a fan base which 
but I've just met more musicians, which has been really cool. I mean, from all over the place. Cool. That's what's been really cool. Musicians that I even mm. like, um, like fellow, you know, peers, whatever musicians that I actually enjoy their music. Like we've even talked about like, uh, once things open back up, maybe even like collaborating, like doing shows together. So, um, mm-hmm. and that's the thing, like there's, I'm talking about like the darkness of social media, but there are like some, there's some like aspects of like light in there where it's like you can really connect with people like you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't have it um Mm -hmm. and that's why i do um like to upload stuff to tiktok sometimes just to see like 24 pack is something i recently uh uploaded on there and and people really liked it just to see if there's anybody out there who doesn't like relate or enjoy or like feels inspired by stuff um so i think there are pros and cons to tiktok um, there mm-hmm. is a really cool musician community on there though. So you would recommend or would not recommend to people? Uh, like downloading the app or what? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. if, if you are very like disciplined about it, self-disciplined, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know what you're getting into. You could almost say that for yeah. all social media now. Yeah, for all social Even media. Even Instagram too. It's like, you know, I almost wish there was a setting with these where you could somehow limit your view to just people you follow, which obviously you do that by just looking through your feed, but it's hard not to get sidetracked and start just finding all these things that just, you, like you said, you start comparing yourself to people and, you know, Mm -hmm. you start getting to, Mm -hmm. you know, your suggested feed and all this stuff that these apps are feeding you. Yeah. And so it really, I think it does take, it's almost takes discipline, like psychological discipline (laughs) <laughs> to be like, I just want to focus on these people that I'm connecting with and that I really like and that I've discovered um, instead of getting distracted by all the other nonsense and things. Yeah. So so being musicians, do you think that's like a hard like push and pull thing uh, between like the creating process? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I've actually considered, I, I might, I, I think I've talked to you about, I mean, I have talked to you about this, about like taking a break from it, like Instagram. Um, mm-hmm maybe like all social media i've i've i feel like instagram is the one that i have the most trouble like with it just feels the most frustrating to me yeah it's very frustrating um it is so i think i might like take a break from that and 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 then then i'll get back to you with like with like the results i'm like i'm am i gonna be like more productive creatively during this time am i gonna just like if you know mental health is that gonna improve um, we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna try mm-hmm. that and see what happens. But then there's yeah, also the pressure be... of like, oh my god, am I gonna miss out on stuff? Like, while I'm gone, am I gonna like, you know, lose like connections with people? Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Right. I mean, hey, I think that's it's a pretty normal thing as an artist or as a creator in general to take a step back from it and really focus in on like what you're really drawn to, mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to the stuff that's pulling you out of what you're drawn to. Yeah. Um. But I guess what we what we left out of that was like we talked about Instagram, talked about TikTok, but as musicians, you guys post on Spotify and you post on SoundCloud. Yes. What is like the two from the two ends of it? Like, what has your experience been like posting on Spotify and then putting on SoundCloud? Like, and what are you using the two for? Because I have some artist friends that are like, I'll find their exact same music on Spotify and SoundCloud, but then I have yeah. other ones where it's like. I'll go down the same album in SoundCloud and there's literally like four extra songs and they're, they're just straight up now on Spotify. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I found a little gem on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. And yeah. it's cool. We also use Bandcamp. That's like another one. Bandcamp's Bandcamp. Um, yeah. More people what are your experiences like on those? They're much, like I don't have as many people, I feel like listening to my music on those um, because mm-hmm. Spotify is like the mainstream thing. Um, I love... Like, so SoundCloud, you're totally right. Like, I will kind of put, like, even, like, old demos on there. Like, most of the mm-hmm. old songs we're talking about, like, will be on SoundCloud. Because I'll just keep them on mm-hmm. there. Because I'm not going to, like... I, that's not just stuff I don't think it belongs on Spotify. Like, Spotify is just, like, sure. for our, like, really, like, you know, mix and master, like, professional stuff we 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 have. Um, but, I mean, like, I hope that the stuff we work on at home will be able to be on spotify eventually yeah that's but absolutely i love how much more personal soundcloud and bandcamp are especially like Mm -hmm. bandcamp um it feels almost like this yeah like just this like little supportive community and stuff it's just much more 
artsy. It feels more geared towards the artist. Yeah, themselves. it's like much more of an artist. Okay. You know, and Spotify is something that's very uh, massive, so yeah. it's you know it's 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 just different. Um, but I I mean I personally use Spotify to listen to music. So yeah, I like, do too. So I don't know. Mm. It, it depends on what people use. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes so it's not really like I guess what I got from that is like it's not really one or the other. It's just kind of whatever you end up using and what kind of like you feel more comfortable with. Yeah, and I'm definitely, especially with SoundCloud, I'm more um, free. Like I, I have more freedom. I feel on there to just upload whatever because it's it's mm. like it's almost like a little like yeah. You can it's just like you said there can be extra stuff like demos or something. I can yeah. Put it's almost like a that. more experimental. It's more experimental. Layer that's to the experience. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's... What gives you more listens out of all of them? Probably, I, I guess Spotify. Yeah, Spotify I'd, I'd say Spotify. Mm-hmm. Just because I've like but promoted the pay... that the most and all that. <laughs> but the yeah. pay on Spotify I've heard is a disaster. Yeah. No, yeah. Bandcamp is. Like, <laughs> I wish bank. I wish paid. them all the success. I hope more people use Bandcamp. Yes. I wish it's something <laughs> that would really take off as much as. as no, I know the answer to this question, but I know it's on Bandcamp. You can sell uh, merch on there, mm-hmm. and you guys have merch. Uh, yeah. What What is that? How do you think like merch uh, affects you as an artist? Like I said, affects, but I meant more like how do you think like merch plays into like everything as far as being an artist. Do you think that's like something every artist should have, or is that just something that you guys do because you wanted to do it, or? Um, both. I mean, I think that artists should mm-hmm. definitely have merch. Um, we're we're still kind of new to that. I mean, we're still like figuring out like designs. Like the most solid design I think we had was for our thirty first thing. Yeah. It was like um like a Halloween ish look because thirty first is like mm-hmm. very Halloween themed song. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're still very new to that, and there's so many different ways to do it. Like, there's like bonfire we used was a, an, a yeah. That, that's, there's that's a lot too. of different um things, but I I mean both of us are, are into like art too. I mean like drawing all that mm. kind of stuff. So that's what I was gonna ask. That can like yeah. Um, that's always fun to like figure out like how to implement that sort of art into yeah. It's a whole different things. side of your creativity mm-hmm. that you can at least express. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I know a lot of people like hire different like artists and stuff to do that. So it's really cool mm-hmm. that you guys do that. Do you design your own uh, album covers too? Yeah, I design my own mm-hmm. album cover. I mean, mostly it's been like, like what's our most recent? Actually, well, actually, the most recent album cover, not twenty four pack, mm-hmm. but before that is King and like my dad. That's like a painting my dad drew, which was really cool. yeah. Or he oh wow, my dad painted. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wow, that's very. Cool. Or was it a painting or a drawing? Like, a, I don't know. So I don't remember what medium Is it colored pencil? I, I don't remember. Maybe. He, he, he made it, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's kind of what I like about doing stuff. Like, you can add your own, uh, like, sentimental value to yeah. things, too. Sure, It's a whole sure. different side of just visual art that you can focus yeah. on. Even if it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think you guys do a really good job of that. I mean, I like the I like the merch. I like the gra- the graphics on the album covers. Those are all really cool. Um, yeah, I guess kind of going off of that, kind of getting towards the end, um, going off of that too, is there, uh, any songs that you guys right now are like, just really excited about or any songs you guys want to like, you mentioned a couple of them already, but is there any songs you guys want to like drop or make note of? Um, well, obviously I'm excited for just the stuff we're going to start recording. I mean, the next song I think that we're going to probably work on is called the great stone face. And I've performed that a lot live. I think I might mm-hmm. have like a demo. Uh, yeah, very simple demo, but we're actually gonna try and yeah record a more fleshed out version of it. So and we that's... have like a home home recorded like music video for it too. I think on YouTube. Yeah. Um, that's like a big song that I've always wanted to record, and I just haven't just because. I mean, with studios too, it's money, so like you have to like budget and make sure you know you can't go in there and be like, I'm gonna record twenty of my songs. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's mainly like that uh that next uh group of songs that we're gonna be recording in the home studio that yeah. i'm excited about it's mostly just stuff um, that's not out yet so i know honestly yeah. that's how i feel like sometimes it's stuff that's not out yet stuff that we've um just been performing a lot so yeah people who've been at our mm-hmm. shows i'm sure will know them but like uh and i mean everything that we have on spotify and stuff i'm proud of right now i mean even soundcloud we have like old old stuff on there that some people, I'm sure, will connect with, but yeah. Yeah. 
Sweet, sweet. Um, well, yeah. Is there any any other th- any other thing that we didn't cover uh, before I get to the advice segment um, that you guys want to talk about? I don't think so. I I can't think of anything. <laughs> I. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. I think cool. we covered, yeah, like our beginning, yeah. <laughs> getting to where we are right where now. Are right just now um, still trying to just get our art out there and, mm-hmm. and figure out, yeah, the mental health aspect out, out of it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, drop your, drop like your social media. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Where they can find you. Um, so on Instagram, which I might be taking a break from, it's, uh, <laughs> but still, I mean, Good like, yeah, yeah. And it, no, I'd love for people to still follow me because I'm not going to like disappear. Um, it's CQ Lucius. So CQ L-U-C-I-U-S. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, I think CQ Lucius is like a lot of like the handles for things. Um, otherwise you can just do Caroline Lucius and that's like a whole other mm-hmm. thing we're discussing too, is like, since it's definitely like a collaboratory thing now, like a band name in the mm-hmm. future. Um, which is always mm-hmm. been, like, I was just gonna ask about that. Yeah, yeah, because like just going by a name, it's like it's not just me anymore. Um, which is yeah, know. it's getting to the point where we're considering. You know, it could happen. Some some yeah. sort of is change. that that's how your name band name came to you just because it was just you at first, and then you guys just started working on stuff together, and then it just never changed basically. Yeah, I mean, like oh well, okay, our <laughs> original original band name when we were like doing stuff was called was Signature Groove. Yeah, we were. Oh, I know still, that. I still even I have like the whole logo I made and everything. Yeah. That was like. Oh my god. Signature groove. Yeah. A lot of our songs wow. were comedic. They were. A lot, a lot of our songs were. Yeah, like. Yeah. They were comedic. So. Yeah. Um. And then it we went through different changes over time, and then eventually you just settled on your own name. Yeah, like people were telling me because like they didn't really know how much Schaefer was like an actual co-writer, so they were like, <laughs> like you should just be Caroline Lucius. And then now it's like, okay, but I'm not only Caroline Lucius, I have like, uh, like again, like collaborative stuff. Like, and we have even like our band that we play with. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's like a whole persona to it that I don't know if like, it's, I don't know if it is Caroline Lucius. It's like more of a, it's like a bigger thing now. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like my, inst- I'm on Instagram, TikTok, I think is CQ Lucius as well. Um, and then just Caroline Lucius on everything else for now. We'll see. <laughs> for, for now, the time being, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so further notice. This is February twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. So, <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, all righty, cool. Well, yeah, I guess is there any for the la- very last little tidbit of this? Uh, what advice would you give to like in a few sentences or a sentence? Would you give like someone who's like, all right, today I'm gonna get out of guitar, start this music career. What would be like the the main thing you'd be like? All right, go ahead and try this. I'll let you start first because I okay. Like... Well, um, assuming they're just starting out, obviously practice a lot. <laughs> that's an obvious, that's a given. But um, Schaefer practices mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but if you're just starting out and you want to establish yourself as an artist, I'd say focus on um, figuring out what you want to sound like i know that sounds very obvious but even even through the Mm -hmm. use of covers even through um understanding the type of artists you like um maybe even try you know recording very simple at home demos that if you do end up sure recording in a studio or getting a a, you know record deal or whatever ends up happening you at least maintain an identity and you're not just going in blind um, and you can actually have a say in what you sound like. And then obviously, I don't know, in terms of doing gigs. Yeah, I mean, um, there's open mics. Like, there's a yeah. lot of open mics around the city. I mean, if you're confident enough, I mean, yeah, even if starting out, like, on um, sofas and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then just those small you know, fundamental Chicago venues, you know, or whatever, wherever you are. <laughs> not comparing um, yourself to people. Yeah. Make sure you like, yeah, if you have your own artistic um, ideas or whatever, or identity that you think you're comfortable with or that you like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess since we're on advice, just real quick, I want to add to this, uh, because it's a question I get a lot, is like, how has like so far helped you out with your music? You kind of covered this already in it, but like... Mm -hmm. I always get this question in my inbox for you, like, how can, how can I get into so far? And, like, obviously, they do apply on the site, and then yeah. they get accepted, then they get in. But uh, how much has, like, so far made, like, an impact on your music, do you think? And, like, what uh, advice is there to be given with, like, so far stuff? It's made 
I feel like a huge uh, impact on our like performance and stage presence and everything. Because mm-hmm. again, yeah, you're at a place where people are listening to you. They're actually there to listen to your music. You're not mm-hmm. just like playing a gig where you're at a loud place where like you don't even know if people are listening, or whatever. Yeah. So you <laughs> yeah. have to you have to be ready to like not only engage with yeah, the audience, I was gonna say, just, yeah, be like, ready to engage. You don't have the excuse of well, I'm playing to a brick wall. Yeah. You know, it's like I have to I have to use it as a learning yeah. experience. So it's impacted stage presence. I mean, also just like uh, being able to play so consistently and like experiment with new stuff and new setups. I mean, we'll play so far as anything from like, just like just Schaefer and I, like an acoustic set to like a full band. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you can kind of just like experiment with different setup. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's just great for experimenting and like getting mm-hmm. better at what you're doing stage presence wise. Yeah. And like people follow you on socials and stuff like that too. That yeah. I feel like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they always are like promoting people on there. Yeah. Yeah, so you'd you'd recommend like someone trying to like apply for so far after they've kind of like put out an EPK and stuff like that. I think after Definitely, they've kind of yeah. established, yeah, like you have like songs you're proud of, you kind of um You have some kind of identity at least artistically. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that'd be a good cool. place to start presenting it to people. Yeah, I think so. Sweet. All right, well I think that's a great ender segment right there uh but yeah hey thanks for hopping on i appreciate that uh super cool hearing about your music experiences and yeah we'll uh we'll leave it that awesome thank you so much thank you thank you for having us yeah of course all right bye